This episode of Fort Worth Famous is brought to you by Guy Snoop, the Jerry Jonestown Massacre Podcast, and Plastic Object Photography. And now, here are two California girls who have become Fort Worth Famous, Ivy Anderson and Susie Ramone! Episode 64, In the Treehouse. I'm Susie. And I'm Ivy. How's it going? Fine. (laughs) Here, looking intently at the computer screen. So, to start off this episode, I've got some business I need to get out of the way. Uh, I love our theme song. I love it so much. So... Uh, you know what I forgot to do, though? Put my phone in airplane mode. Here we go. That's not the business I need to take care of. The business I need to take care of is actually in my email. And um, we are participating along with 11 other podcasts in a podcast scavenger hunt. It is to help celebrate Fort Worth Roots' 100th episode which is being celebrated September 10th at a location that I will tell you in just a moment. But um, if you listen to all of us and you write down all of the letters that we give you and you come up with the phrase that pays, you will be entered into a prize drawing um, to win a selection of prizes. So uh, like I said, the code phrase has been broken up among 11 local Fort Worth podcasts and you can find that list for those shows in the description for this episode that we're on now. So, September 10th at Pouring Glory, there will be um, three local bands, a comedian, a pop-up vendor market, and I'm looking to see if I can see the time. And I'm not seeing the time. Darn it. I'll have to include that in the show notes of what time this event is happening on September 10th. So, but... um. And again, the list will be in the notes of the podcast. And then our letter for the scavenger hunt is Y. So, and some of the other ones that you can listen to are It's Probably You, The Funky Town Podcast, Jerry Jonestown Massacre, Failed Podcast, Fort Worth Roots, um, The Funky Panther, etc. The complete list will be in our show notes. So, how's everything looking, I've... It looks fine. Okay, excellent. All right, I think we're ready to go ahead and really start. So, one of the things I've been obsessing about is, as per usual, is Trader Joe's. (laughs) I've been watching YouTube videos of people trying Trader Joe's products. And then I, like, make a shopping list from watching those videos. So, uh, this last time when I went to Trader Joe's, though, they were already out of some of the things that I wanted to try. Like, one of them is something that I saw on another TikTok video. This lady that I love to watch cook, uh, and she does Asian meals. Um, I don't know if they're Japanese or Chinese. They're Asian of some sort. Uh, But she made scallion pancakes, and they looked so good. It's basically... Those frozen ones? Yeah. So, Trader Joe's carries them. And I was like, oh, I want to try those. And they were out when I went. They were like, we're not even going to be able to order them until August 30th. But they should be here around September 1st. And I was like, wow, that's a quick turnaround time. 
So it was really nice of them, though, too, to go and look. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let me take a drink of my water. I haven't been to Trader Joe's in a long time. I thought about going the other day on my way home, and then I was like, no, I'm going to go home. I love, I'm obsessed with, they have the, the little Persian cucumbers. So I get the Persian cucumbers, I get the pomegranate seeds, and then I get whatever cheese, whether it's mozzarella or burrata or whatever, and I make that into a little salad with some sunflower seeds and some poppy seed dressing, and it is so delicious. Like I yeah. love it so much. So I'm obsessed with that, and Trader Joe's is the only place I can go to get pomegranate seeds. So that's where I end up going quite often. And then they've got these perfect little, they're like this big so maybe three inches, maybe four inches tall, little ice cream cones called Hold the Cone. Oh, yeah. And they're they're perfect. It's the perfect just little bite of ice cream that satisfies my sweet tooth, and I just love it so much, and I'm going to cough. <coughs> so I really, sorry. Sorry, y'all. I just, I love it. So I'm totally obsessed with Trader Joe's, as per usual. Nice. The only thing I've really been obsessed with lately is my bookshelf. Because now that they're done, well, done-ish, like, I'm obsessed with them. They look so good. They look exactly how I imagined that they would look, which is oh, the important nice. part. Yeah. There's that, a couple things that I need to, like, still move around and deal with, but for the most part, they look exactly how I want them to look. So that is uh, exciting because I have been wanting to make this bookshelf for, like, years, and now it's here and done. Yeah. Ish. It's almost like the perfect little book nook. Like, I really love it. It looks so good. Thank you. You're welcome. And it's got the perfect mixture of books and pieces of art and photographs and flowers. And it's just, it's perfect. You did such a good job. Thank you. You're welcome. It took me like an entire weekend and some days. Mm-hmm. I could imagine. But. For sure. Because they're big. The Actually, building them was like super fast. I did it all in one night. Oh, that's cool. And then, but like moving things off the old bookshelf and then putting them on the new bookshelf and deciding where they went and moving them around because I didn't like the first spot that they went. And then, you know, trying to, it bothers me to just have things like just thrown somewhere. Mm -hmm. And so it needed to have like an order to it and then, then it could go mm -hmm. there, but it yeah. can't just be like a. There is one shelf that is like a just, oh, these are all the other books that don't really fit into a category and it bothers me, but I try not <laughs> to let it bother me. Yeah. It's really great. I do love the categories. I, I like it. And then <clears throat> on one of the shelves uh, for some standard size, like uh, paperback back books, he created a little step so that all of the series is all in one place and it looks, it looks great. It looks fantastic. You did wonderfully. Thank you. You're welcome. But that's really my only obsession lately. I don't have any other obsessions. <clears throat> my other All I do is go to the gym. <laughs> I love it. And I've been missing your phone calls this week. But I figure it's either you're getting out of the gym a little bit later. Something. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, I'm glad you're liking the gym. My dad called me the other day. And when I finally called him back, he was like, what, are you out partying? And I was like, no. Mm -hmm. I just go to the gym. <laughs> it's excellent. And you can really see the results. You're getting toned. And it's really pretty cool. Thank you. I'm proud of you. So though my only other obsession really is um, Buxom Lip Plumper. They now have it in gold. And I love it. Mm. It's the perfect like sheer pinkish gold color. And it's fantastic. 
I wear it all the time. <laughs> I like that Allison sent me a video and she told me that she had been obsessing over the Fenty lip plumper. Oh, cool. So I had to go somewhere the other day and I was like, oh, well, I have a minute to kill. I'm going to go run into Ulta real quick. And when I was in Ulta, then I saw the Fenty lip plumper. So I got it. It is good. It's good. It does a good job. And I like the color of it. Mm-hmm. But I'm a, a loyal to the Too Faced oh. lip injection. Oh, nice. Okay. It's very good. Cool. But yeah. I do like the, the Fenty one. The Fenty one, um, I think I'm having some kind of a reaction to, though. So oh, no. That's a bit alarming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every once in a while, there's something in one of those that your body just is like, nope, no, thank you. I don't like this. So, but I did um, my um, dermabrasion. What is that called with the little... You shaved your face? Yeah, but it's called something. It's not dermabrasion, but it's something. The little... Are you microplane? Microplane. That's the word. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And it feels so soft. I was like, oh, this is perfect. Good job, Susie. (laughs) Nice work. So, yeah. It's a good one. I like that lip plumper. I really wish that my whatever is making me cough is, would stop it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst. So, what you been up to? It's been a minute. I keep saying that every time we podcast because it's been a minute. It hasn't been a minute. It's been the same amount of time as always is. <laughs> I feel like it's been three weeks and you say it's been two. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with this. No, it definitely has been three. Oh, it has been. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I had to get a new phone, which really irritated me. Yes. I, I, it, do you think it's by design that they design phones to fail after two years? Um, I don't know. I think that lots of people believe that conspiracy theory, but I don't think that I'm, I don't think I believe that. I do think that all of a sudden mine started overheating, which was irritating. And that's why I had to get a new phone. Well, I'll tell you what irritated me the most about it. I had to go get it, and so I went to the T-Mobile store that's directly down the street from my apartment. Okay. It's five minutes away. Okay. I walk in. I'm like, I need a new phone. They're like, oh, why? And I'm like, well, this one, like, the screen is literally, like, at the point that it was at when I went last week, it was literally, like, going in and out. Like, I couldn't see things on the phone. Oh, no. hmm And I had tried to make an appointment to get it fixed, previously through samsung and they told me i could go to best buy which is also down the street and best buy called me and they're like we're actually not authorized to do that and i was like okay fine whatever so i was gonna go get it fixed so i walk into t-mobile and they're like well you could get it fixed and i was like no it's okay like i just wanted the new phone and they're like well like what's wrong with yours like do you want to trade it in i'm like no it's literally like shattered to pieces i just want a new phone Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, you could get it fixed and then you could Jeez. trade it in. And then, and I was like, I just want the new, fo- like, I just want a new phone. Mm-hmm. That's it. So then we like, he's like, okay, fine. Which one do you want? So I tell him, I just want the new, like Samsung, the galaxy, whatever we're on 23 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Anyways. So he's like, okay. And I'm like, cool, great. And you can just switch everything over. And he's like, yeah, we can just switch everything over. And I'm like, awesome. So then uh, he types my phone number in and I swear it said my dad's name when I pop when he typed it in. So I was like, wait, what did that say? Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, it says Susan, Ivy, Brian, Katie. And I was like, oh, 
okay. And he's like, why? And I was like, I just thought that when you like put my phone number in, it said my dad's name. And I thought that was weird, but like, that was it. And he was like looking at me and I was like, I just like, it's not a big deal. Right, right, right. (laughs) So then he's like, okay. So then I pick out the phone. He's like, what color do you want? I'm like, I literally don't care. Just give me the phone. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, well, do you want a case? And I was like, yes. And I want the screen protector. So I go pick out the case and the screen protector. And then we walk back over so he can transfer everything on my phone. And we're sitting there and he's like, uh, gets like the new, the new case. So my new case is silver. Oh, let me see. Oh, I like it. My old case was gold glitter. Right. So he pulls the the old one off so that he can get the SIM card and he hands it to me and he's like, wow, that's what two years of the same case looks like. And I'm like looking at him and then I realize that he thinks that my original case was silver and now it's dirty (laughs) and not that it was gold. (laughs) What an idiot. And I was like, actually, that one was gold to start with. So like that's that's it. Oh, my gosh. So he was like, oh. And I was like, I just would love to just be done with this experience. This whole experience, I'd love to be done here. Mm-hmm. So he's like, okay, well, let's uh, like transfer all your information over. I'm like, okay, cool. What's that app that I need to download? And he's like, well, it should already be on your phone. And I was like, I'm telling you, it's not on my phone. So what's the name of the app that I need to download? And he like types it in as if it's going to find the app on my phone. Mm-hmm. And it's not because it's not on there. So then I finally, like, I download it and we get everything started. And he's like, all right, it'll be done in 30, in 30 minutes. Wow. And I was like, okay. So I'm expecting him to probably, like, hand me the whole setup and then just be like. Yeah, be on your way. You're fine. Right. It'll be set up in 30 minutes. Because yeah. I feel like that's what happened last time I did, had to do a transfer like that. Mm-hmm. They just sent me home with the phone and said, like, if there's a problem, come back. Yes. But he was like, so I'll meet you back here in 30 minutes. And I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like whatever I have to go get gas anyway so I go get gas and stuff and I get like a drink from QT and then I go back and it's been exactly 30 minutes so I walk back in and the guy's not back but there's a girl there and she's like can I help you and I was like yeah I just need to pick up my phone and she's like oh your phone still has like 20 minutes oh dude and I was like okay <laughs> what could possibly be taking so long I think in my opinion even though they told me I was wrong but I don't think I am they told me because he had it download every text message I'd ever received. Oh man! So I feel like that was that was it. But he said no, it was like videos and my pictures and stuff like that. Which mm-hmm. okay, whatever. Regardless, I was like, okay, well, I like I didn't want to go back home and then come back again. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, I'm just gonna run over to Barnes and Noble real quick, which was the second time I'd been to Barnes and Noble that day. I love it. But I was like, whatever, I'll just go like walk around Barnes and Noble. I can hang out in there for 20 minutes. It's across the parking lot from Mm T-Mobile. So I just, I walk over there. I'm trying to find a book that I read the back of, I feel like two or three times. Mm -hmm. And I can vaguely remember where I was standing in Barnes and Noble when, no, I know exactly where I was standing when I read the back of the book. Mm Mm-hmm. But I couldn't tell you the name of it, and I can't really tell you the plot of it. Oh, shoot. So I was like, okay, this is going to be wild. So I'm like, I'm just going to go see if I can figure it out, because it has been kind of nagging at me. In the back of my mind, even mm-hmm. though I have a to-be-read list longer than 
anyone could imagine. It's like 30 books long right now. You have a whole shelf. I have a whole shelf plus a whole box series I have to read. (laughs) And I have a demanded order from my best friend and my sister. (laughs) So, (laughs) um, and then, and then Allison keeps adding to it. (laughs) She'll be like, read this one, but first you have to read this and then you have to read this and then read this one. So there, there's an order that I have to accomplish. this. I'm telling you the best friends book club is the best. Oh yeah. A (laughs) hundred percent. So, and then the funny thing is I was telling Kyle about it when he, when I was in the car with him yesterday and I was like, well, I want to read this book, but I need to read these other books. And he's like, oh, those are good. And I'm like, yeah, that's what everybody says. (laughs) These ones up here in the box. Yeah. Throne of glass. Okay. It's eight books. The last one's like a thousand pages long, which dude, okay. that'll be so much fun. Supposedly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyways, I I go into Barnes and Noble. I go march my happy butt to the fantasy section. Do I belong there? Not at all. Well, I'm wearing my Rune Dannon shirt. <laughs> so yes, you do. So I did, yeah. <laughs> so I go over there, I'm standing there, I'm looking and I'm trying to figure out like well where I thought I was standing is now Western books. Oh. So I'm like, hmm. So I like inch my way over and I'm like looking, looking, looking. And I'm like, it's got to be right here. Because I remembered that I was, I found the book when I was looking for um, A Court of Silver Flames. Okay. And A Court of Silver Flames ended up being in a different part of the bookstore than I thought it was. But I thought it was going to be in fantasy. Mm-hmm. So I'm staring at all these books and while I'm staring at all of them, like literally willing myself to remember (laughs) what this book looked like, like I'm not even really reading the titles. I'm just like staring at it, hoping that it's going to come to me. Uh huh. This boy walks up behind me and he's like, he's standing there also looking at the fantasy books, Mm -hmm. but I have one in my hand that I'm reading the back of, even though it's not at all the book that I was looking for. Mm hmm. Anyways, I'm standing there and he's like, oh, do you read a lot of fantasy? And I was like, actually, no. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, no, I don't. And he's like, oh, I'm not like a huge reader, but I like to read books. And so like, do you recommend any of these ones over here? And I was like, well, I actually I like I don't read a bunch of (laughs) fantasy. So I don't really like the only fantasy book that I know is um, Akatar. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I could kind of point you in the direction of the ones that I know that my like my uncle David and my brother and my cousin Kyle all like. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just bought Throne of Glass, which is fantasy. So and she's like an assassin. So if you're into that, like I can Mm -hmm. show you where Throne of Glass is. And so he's like walking with me and I'm trying to find Throne of Glass. I can't find it anywhere. It's not with the rest of the Sarah J. Mass books, which is what doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. They all should be there together. But then I remembered that when I went to buy the, the box set earlier that day, I had this same issue. And the Throne of Glass is like a YA series. Oh, so it was in Young Adult? Yeah, which I guess a court of thorns and roses was considered ya at the beginning but now it's like all considered just regular fantasy mm-hmm. so crescent city and a court of thorn and roses that's all in one section and then this throne of glass series is in ya so we're like wandering around i'm trying to find it he's like trying to talk to me i'm just trying to find this book a la <laughs> uh cat in 10 things i hate about you so that i can just be like <laughs> Leave me alone because I was in the middle of something. 
and my, I was in the middle of willing myself yeah, to remember and I'm like, the name of a book. And he's like, well, you're staring at these so intently. And I was like, well, I'm trying to remember what this book was. And he was like, well, what is it? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Obviously. And he's like looking at me. And I was like, it makes more sense in my head than it does me trying to explain to you because I'm an actual psychopath if I have to explain to you my thought process here and you don't know me at all, like I sound like a crazy person. I understand that. Mm-hmm. So I finally find the book. I'm like, here it is. <laughs> and he like reads the cover and he's like, oh yeah, this is great. And so I go to go walk my happy <laughs> butt to go stare at these books some more. <laughs> and he's like, well, we need to find one for you. And I was like, no, we don't. I'm in the middle of trying to find one. <laughs> Already like, on it, dude. Yeah, See like I'm like, uh, and so he's like, well, like what's this one? Meanwhile, the whole time I've been carrying around this book that I had been reading the back of. Why I didn't put it back before we went on this merry scavenger hunt for a a throne of glass, I don't know. So I'm carrying this book around and he's like, well, are you going to get that one? And I was like, no. And then I was like, you know what? Why don't you find me a book? I'll be over in fantasy. (laughs) And he's like, no, no, no. Like, what about? And so there's this table at Barnes and Noble that is a blind date with a book. Oh, yes, I love those. So I start to read the backs of them, and I'm like, this is not for me. And so we're, like, walking around, and he's like, well, what do you like to read? And I was like, I like to read, like, thriller type, I guess you would say. Mm -hmm. I also like to read this one subgenre of fantasy. (laughs) And I like to read, like, ones that have, like, twists at the end. And he was like, oh. So then we're, like, walking, because I'm trying to beeline my way back to fantasy so i can figure out what this book is Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and he's like walking beside me i've picked up a sidekick inside barnes and noble (laughs) and so i'm like okay so then he's like well what about this like this one looks good like this one looks like one you would like and it's this book called final girls and it's all the girls that make it to the end of scary movies (gasps) you talked about this book before well i now own it he bought it for me (laughs) Because I was like, like, I finally give up on my pipe dream of trying to figure out this book. And, and I know you guys are all going to flood my DMs with, tell me what it is. I don't know enough of it to try to explain it to you to have you help me figure it out. Right. I just, I don't. Right. So I appreciate the effort. Um, one day, one day I'll find it. Maybe. Mm Mm-hmm. Or it'll just be a book that I read one time and that I didn't. It'll be the one that got away. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I just like, I, I don't know enough of it. Like I've thought about even Googling it and I tried to Google what I could remember and mm-hmm. it, whoo, that was wrong. So <laughs> none of those were what I thought it was. Anyways. Um, so then the thing is that, that the first Barnes and Noble I had been in that day, I also tried to remember the name of that book. Uh-huh. So I was staring at that, that fantasy section for a long time too, trying to be like, it's gotta be one of these. <laughs> no, not, none of that I picked up. I'm going to have to start the A's and work my way down. <laughs> uh, I'm going to the plot of a lot of fantasy books at the end of this. Um, so anyways, he's like, well, and I'm like, Oh shoot. Like my phone. I need to go get my phone because they were like, you just need to be back by five. As I'm leaving T-Mobile and I'm like, I'm just going to run over to Barnes and Noble real quick. The girl looks into my soul and she's like, you got to be back before we close. Like she knew I was not going to be back in 10 minutes. Yeah. (laughs) And so I'm like, okay, fine. So I'm like looking at my watch like periodically trying to, while I'm on this like 
this crazy adventure inside Barnes and Noble. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, I'm doing that. And, and he's like, do you need to go? And I was like, well, yeah, yeah, I do actually, because my, my phone's over at T-Mobile. And so like, I got it. So I like grab final girls. I'm like, yeah, this is going to be great. I go to book it out of Barnes and Noble and he's like following me. Oh no. And I was, he's like, I'm like, what are you doing? Like read Throne of Glass. Good luck to you. Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, like I don't have anybody to talk about the book with. And I was like, oh no, you're not getting my phone number out of this. Mm -mm. I've Mm -mm. never been more glad in my life that my phone was literally not in my possession. Yep. So I'm like, he's like, well, this has been super fun why don't I just buy you the book and we'll just go our separate ways? And I was like, okay. (laughs) And then literally, if you insist, yeah, I was like, all right. (laughs) I've literally tried to dodge you like seven times. So I grab my book. I run, I'm running because it's like four 55. Mm-hmm. I'm like running across the parking lot to T-Mobile. And as I'm going, this guy's like, bye. <laughs> I felt like Elsa and Olaf. <laughs> you can never go to that Barnes and Noble again. Yeah, I was like, this is so wild. Like I'm just trying to enjoy Barnes and Noble on a Sunday afternoon while I kill time for 15, 10 to 15 minutes while I wait for my phone. Now I've gone on a whole adventure. I've looked through everything that didn't have anything to do with me. I find you this book. (laughs) Wow. This is insanity. I can't believe he worked so hard. I mean, I really, and the thing is like, I was telling my, my friend Cameron about it and Mm -hmm. he was like, well, did you give him your phone number? And I was like, Cameron, this dude, this little boy was no older than 20 years old. I guarantee you. (laughs) Yeah. There's no way. And he was like, what? And I was like, oh yeah, he was like fresh out of high school. (laughs) Like had to have been. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I understand that I have a childlike face. Okay. I get it. Good gene. Youthful. Youthful. I also was wearing a t-shirt and shorts. (laughs) I I was dressed like an actual bum. (laughs) (laughs) So I understand. I wasn't wasn't reading any girl boss books. I'm staring intently at fantasy. Like my life depends on it. (laughs) So I understand I'm not giving off the like 30 year old successful woman aura. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I was like, but I'm also not trying to rob any cradles. So like, let's <laughs> gotta go. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, my phone felt like, um, Cinderella kind of. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. He was like, across the parking lot. Bye. And I was like, what the hell is happening to me? See ya. <laughs> I like waved the book in the air and kept on going. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that story so much. And now that's all I'll ever think about when I finally read this book in, I don't know, years by the time I make it to Final Girls. Oh, you'll get to it. I believe in you. Thank you. You're welcome. So, uh, man, I haven't been up to anything quite as exciting. <laughs> uh, have you heard of a, a place over by the Star Wars store called Mui Frio? By the Star Wars store. You know, over off yeah, of yeah. like I know exactly whatever. what you're talking about. It yeah, is. yeah, yeah. The margarita place. Yes. This place is fantastic. It's amazing. I love it so much. It's drinks to go, but better than like a beer barn. So, well, I really like it because I don't like margaritas, but they have like frozen like a, like a, like a, um, 
mudslide kind of a drink. So it's like chocolate milk. It's almost like a chocolate milkshake with like vodka in it. Hmm. It was so good. The other day we were out Mm -hmm. and I said to the table, what's in in an espresso martini? And my sister said espresso. And my other sister said martini. (laughs) I love it. I was like, what? And Brian was like, well, I bet it's it's gin because that would mix well. And I was like, I no, don't think so. I don't Turns think out so. It's vodka and yeah. Kahlua. Kahlua, I had assumed. Vodka, now it doesn't make any sense in my head. Vodka martinis are good. I'm saying uh, an espresso martini. You're mixing espresso and vodka. Ugh. We'll say, so that's what a, like a Caucasian, I can't remember the name of what a that white re- Russian. Re- white Russian. That's what's in a white Russian. Yeah, that's what Tirza said. Tirza, I'm like reading off the instructions and Tirza's like, this is a white Russian. Without, without the, the cream. Yeah, she's like, it's just a Russian. <laughs> well, it's called an espresso martini. Nice. One time I went to a movie. I went to go see The Big Lebowski at a theater in Dallas. And they had all like Lebowski um, drinks for that night. And... So we're drinking white Russians. They had those big old giant bean bags as chairs. And at the time, I thought it was fantastic. Later, I was like questioning my life. Like, what kind of filth was I sitting in, in those mm-hmm. bean bag chairs? Mm-hmm. I don't even know. But it was the big Lebowski. It was on the big screen. I was really enjoying myself with these white Russians. The gentleman I was with goes out to the bar to get us another round of white Russians. And he comes back with these dark drinks and i was like what is this and he said they ran out of white russians so these are black ones and i was like whoa and he's all it's the exact same thing just without the cream and so it was basically okay we're good okay (laughs) the whole computer just froze up oh no that's terrifying i was like whoa 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 (laughs) whoa whoa all right, continue. Okay. So this movie, Frio Place, is great. So it is an, an art establishment as well. Oh, I wish you hadn't done that. Oh, no, really? I was just going to blend it all together, but it's <laughs> fine now. It's fine. Totally fine. So it is an art establishment as well. And the, like they have a room for like a paint and sip and stuff. And then they've got a lot of different local artists have works set up throughout the that venue, the mm-hmm. through the space. There's like a jeweler has some shelves up and she's got beautiful stuff. I I love it because it's super uh, simple and dainty and rustic all at like the same time. It's gorgeous stuff. And then they've got this wall of like slushy machines. And then they and then you you can order different sizes of things and um they like give you recommendations of ones to blend together and then they then they've got like like specialty ones and so this mud slide or whatever it's called is one of those and it was so good and then they always they get you because they're like do you want the extra shot and you're of course i want the extra shot don't get the extra shot no exactly don't get the extra shot because it it hit me quick but i mean luckily i wasn't driving or doing anything wilder crazy so it was perfect it was great and so that's a little small business that y'all can go and check out over by the star wars store Mui frio off of vickery that's the word vickery in montgomery montgomery mm-hmm. uh well my cousin kyle came to visit us this mm-hmm. weekend and so yesterday we were all hanging out 
And, um, well, when I called my brother to see like if they were awake and if I could go over, well, of course they're awake. They're always up early, but I called to like, see if it was like, okay to come over and stuff. And then he turned it into a video call and like showed a uh, noodle. He was like, look, cause she could hear me talking. So he's mm-hmm. like, look, it's Ivy. And then as soon as the, he showed her to me, she just was like looking at the phone, mm-hmm. which was funny because literally the other day, um, Allison sent me a video of Kent at dinner and he was like, talk to Ivy, talk to, and she's like, who, what, like, where did that come from? And he just wanted to yeah, talk she's to like, you. Yeah, she's like, no, we haven't been even talking about, like, we're, <laughs> she's like, you just thought of that, like, all on your own. So then I, she video called me, but I, like, missed it. So I called her, like, literally right back. And then she showed me the phone, or showed him the phone. And he just, like, sat there, like, cheesing hard. Nothing to say. <laughs> <laughs> she's so like, cute. are you going to talk to her? <laughs> you wanted this. Um. So it was so funny. And. So she was like, we're just eating dinner. Like, <laughs> he just wanted to talk to you. And I was like, okay, that's adorable. Anyways, so uh, so then I go over to Brian's house and we're all kind of like sitting talking. I arrived at the same time Katie and Nicholas arrived. So we're all just like hanging out. Um, Teresa was giving us our shirts for her birthday trip because so that didn't all have to go in her suitcase. Mm-hmm. Um, so we now, I now have all my shirts. Awesome. Um so we were talking about a little bit of logistics of it and then uh we were like oh we should go have lunch so we go to piranha which they all love they like the uh, ramen yeah it's well they get like katie and brian get sushi tears and i get ramen katie and brian get ramen too Mm -hmm. um but kyle was super excited because they had this octopus taco tucker takayuri or something like that okay anyways it was something he had in japan and he was like losing his mind that he could get it at this place oh that's cool so um we went there and then we went to pottery so because katie nick and i had all been before but brian tears and kyle had not so we went to we played around i won nice where's the puttery it's in the colony oh you guys went up to the colony yeah. okay so it was like 45 minutes from where we were mm-hmm. it was a bit of a drive but we went over there we did it it was like an hour wait so we hung out and um they have really good zero proof drinks and they have really good regular drinks mm-hmm. they also have really good food but we had just eaten so awesome um we we did that and then uh we went to my Kyle and I went to my dad's real quick because he had when he had been here for my birthday he had left a like bag in his uh injector for his di- or his pump. Mm-hmm. Um so we went to go pick all of that up. So my dad was just hanging out but my tio Seth was there. And so uh we're like hanging out and there <laughs> They were watching football, the pre the preseason games. So they're watching football. So we're start we're talking, and Seth can't help himself. He just talks crap the whole time, all the time. <laughs> um, but it's super funny because I was listening to them talk, and as I'm listening to them, like Seth is like, I could do that. My dad's like, No, you can't. And and then uh, they were talking about fantasy football, and my dad was like, It's because. It's because Seth is just, he just picks all the running backs. Like, that's going to have him win. He's like, when have you ever won at fantasy football? And he's like, I made it to the playoffs. And then he's like, and then I, then I was out. And right before I could be like, typical Cowboys fan, 
my dad goes, typical cowboys. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I was going to say that. And uh, but then I'm sitting there and I don't know. Seth is like very passionately talking about how he could do this thing. And my dad's like, no, you're too short for that. Like, you can't do it. And and then I'm sitting there and I'm like, this is exactly like listening to Brian and Nick talk to each other. Like exactly like it. Somehow we get on the topic of playing pickleball. And I was like, oh, I play pickleball. I love it. Like, it's so fun. I love tennis. So it would make sense that I love pickleball. Mm-hmm. And Seth is like, I bet you're very, because, oh, it's because I was like, well, I won at mini golf. Mm-hmm. And Seth is like, I'm not surprised about that. <laughs> and I was like, honestly, I kind of was. <laughs> but I was more surprised that I beat Brian. Mm-hmm. Um, but then uh, we... Is it so? Nick was like, "Well, there's just one zero. I mean, you only won one game. Like, we have to come back so we can play more." Oh my gosh! And I was like, "Okay." Anyways, so Seth is like, "Well, we should play pickleball," and I was like, "My dad's like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah you could probably do okay against my kids at pickleball." <laughs> and I was like, "I'll play you," and Seth is like, "I don't want to play you." <laughs> And so then he's like, I bet I could beat Nick, though. Like, I want to play against Nick. Oh, my gosh. My dad shocks all of us by saying, actually, I think Nick would win. Nice. He's like, he's pretty fast, actually. And I I sent it to the group chat. And I'm like, dad just said Nick would probably win against Seth at Pickleball because he's, quote, pretty fast. Katie's like, I'm now dying. Nick is walking around the apartment going, your dad said I'm pretty fast. <laughs> so I was like, and so then like Seth keeps going. Seth is like, what? Why don't you think I would win? Why aren't you backing me up on this? Mm-hmm. And my dad's like, no. He's like, okay, rank them immediately. Who is best to worst at pickleball? And he's like, okay, well, best is David. And then he's like, and then, I don't know, Brian and Ivy are pretty tied. And then I would say Nick. Well, he didn't throw Katie in there. But I, I, nobody asked him where to rank Katie. He was just talking mm-hmm. about Brian and, and Nick and, and uh, Uncle David, which and I think he only threw me in there because I was standing there. Anyways, mm-hmm. so, because Katie is good. But uh, we were standing there and Nick, and so Seth is like, okay, Abby, set it up. I want to play against, <laughs> I want to play against Nick. Oh my gosh. And then when I beat Nick, I'm going to play against you. And then when I beat you, I'm going to play against Brian. And then dad was like, and then you're going to play against David. And he's like, I've already played David. And he's like, but did you win? And Seth is like, yeah. And he's like, did you win or did you get a point? And then you walked off this thing. (laughs) And he was like, Mike. (laughs) Anyway, it was so entertaining. But then we were a little bit late getting back to uh, Brian and Tears' house. And uh so then we we go and then they wanted to play left for dead so then they were all playing and i was just watching and then i came home nice but it was like it was fun that's super that sounds super fun my day yesterday was a lot of like just i don't know cleaning up around my house and sorting some stuff out i was cleaning out some drawers and stuff but last saturday um all my pals came over and we did a big backyard cleanup and it was so I asked everybody if they could come help me because I knew it was going to be a lot of work that I just didn't have inside of me to do. Like, cause it was trimming trees and moving a chicken coop and like all sorts of stuff. So 
I was like, I will get everybody like breakfast. It'll be great. So I go, I went to Aldi like the night before for something completely different. And then I saw this like raspberry Danish and I was like, oh, that looks really good. I'll have that. I'll slice it up in the morning. It'll be great. So I buy the raspberry Danish. I buy some chocolate milk. I buy some like other stuff and head on home. And Saturday morning, bright and early, like my alarm goes off. I'm, I'm getting, going to get ready and I'm about to run over to Dutch Bros to get coffees. And then I uh, get this message and it's Dustin and he's all, uh, I'm running real late. He's like, but I'll stop and pick up donuts and kolaches for everyone. And I was like, oh my gosh, excellent. Thanks. And uh, so he he went and got that. And then I got this Danish and everybody like starts showing up. They just go straight to the backyard and start working. They just, they're like, tell us what to do. So uh, Matt Thomas had just gotten a chainsaw. Nice. But it's an electric chainsaw. So it's quiet. Nice. <laughs> and he is having the most fun cutting down like everything <laughs> I like it. It was so great. I appreciate that level of passion. Yes, it was awesome. And so then uh, we're dismantling the chicken coop. We're cutting down trees. We're cutting down limbs. And then we get to the shed. And I need to figure out what to do with the shed. And the shed is full of paint. And I think I've told this story to everybody before, but I'm going to say it again. The people who own the house before me, she was a textile artist and she she wove fabric, wo- wove cloth. That was what she did. And um, she's very eclectic. And so like my living room was turquoise and red and there was a lime green bedroom and there was a sky blue bedroom and there's a, a turquoise bedroom and the, um, the, what do you call it? The dining room's purple. So there's all these paint cans in the shed. And I was like, I don't know what to do with all these. And Bigfoot comes to the rescue and he's like there is an environmental waste place like right by my house it's by the like home depot and stuff over there and he said i actually can there we have environmental waste at my work and i can take these there and and put them in that collection area and i was like oh my gosh awesome so he's like carting all of these paint cans there's probably 30 of them in this shed and i was like Okay, now what am I going to do? And I was like, well, I need to dismantle the shed. And then I was looking at it and I was like, gosh, it's just not in as bad a shape as I thought it was. I don't know what to do. So I told everybody, I was like, just leave it there. I'm like chickening out, like dismantling this shed. And I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to put things in different places in my backyard. The shed can stay. (laughs) Like, I'm so certain of this decision. And then Katie came over. She was like, you're wrong. (laughs) She's all, you need to dismantle the shed. (laughs) I was like, dang it. So now I'm going to have to ask everybody to come back over and help me dismantle the shed. But, um, you know, I've got somebody with sledgehammer, somebody with a chainsaw. It should be quick, quick, quick work. But the whole thing was wired. Like, and there's a, like a, um, a light, like your kitchen light, one of those lights out in there. And I was like dang, I could have been doing so much more in this shed, but it was been overrun by rats. So yeah, pretty gross. Anyway, so 
um, it was quick work. It took us about an hour and a half to get everything cleaned out of my backyard. And I had a pile that was so big for bulk pickup week. And um, I had like a lot of chicken wire, like different types of chicken wire. And we just rolled them up and put them out at the curb and stuff. And uh, Dustin was like, the chicken wire will be gone before the end of the day. And I wasn't paying much attention. But like two or three days later, I was looking out at the the pile and I was like dang it if he wasn't right <laughs> oh, it's like the chicken wire for sure would be gone fast yeah it was it was gone but um the other little like house big project that I did was painting my office got it all done I got my um my gallery wall started and it looks so good I'm so happy with it like every day as I'm working I like look up at it and I'm like oh this was a really good idea. <laughs> I love it. Awesome. Yeah. So that's basically I haven't been doing I haven't been doing too much. Um, you know, like I went and saw Denver play at Twilight. Uh, we'll talk about a little bit more about that later, but I haven't been doing a whole heck of a lot. So working on some house stuff. Well, the other day I realized that my driver's license expired on my birthday this year. Oh, shoot. And I like wasn't thinking about it, but something in my brain, like I remembered thinking it a few months ago Mm -hmm. that I was like, oh, well, I turned 31, which means it's time for me to get a new driver's license. Mm -hmm. And I just like my birthday came and went. I wasn't thinking about it. And for some reason, I think it was because Lisa was talking about taking Bella to get an updated driver's license mm-hmm. then i was like oh my gosh i think i've been driving around with an expired driver's license oh man so i was like sweating bullets so i'm like okay i'll renew it online because last year i did it in per last time i did it in person so now this time i can do it online and mm-hmm. i didn't really i don't really love the picture but i don't show it to that many people so i guess it doesn't really matter mm-hmm. but i was like or maybe I could go get it in person. And I was like, no, 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 you don't have time for that. Because part of why I started to freak out is I'm getting on a plane in three weeks. Oh, yeah. And I was like, they won't let me get on a plane with a driver's license that expires. You have your passport. I have my passport. So mm-hmm. I was like, OK. But also, I have severe issues with breaking rules. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I was like nope that's it like i'm just gonna renew it online so i renew it online and then i print off like i'm a teenager the paper copy of my driver's license i would have done the exact same thing that i have to carry around with me until i get my new license in the mail and brian everybody yesterday at the table everybody's like oh it comes so fast it comes so fast so i'm like yeah it'll be fine it'll be it'll be fine like no big deal I said into the group chat, like, oh, guess who just remembered her driver's license expired on her birthday this year and was like, I ordered a new one. Don't worry. But I know I can take the passport, which I actually like my passport picture. But now I was looking at that and my stinking passport expires in like six months. <laughs> so I guess I had a big year 10 years ago, but like, I'm so mad. So I'm like, oh, OK, so um, I was like, whatever, I'll take the passport with me. It'll be fine. Mm hmm. Uh, the ID, whether it's expired or not, is still me, so it should be fine for well, identification you've, you've purposes. You've got your paper, yeah, yeah, yeah. Copy, so yeah. I was like, all of this will be fine, but I'm like terrified that they're not going to let me on the plane. So <laughs> I'm like, uh. so then um, yesterday, I'm like, oh yeah, that's a good, uh, that's a good point. I renewed it like I don't know, the four days ago maybe. Mm-hmm. It was like Monday of this week that mm-hmm. I renewed it online. Mm-hmm. But there's a thing that you can track where it's at. Oh. So I go on the Texas text dot, whatever it is. Yeah. 
DPS, whatever. Uh-huh. And I type in my driver's license number and I type in my birthday and it says, your driver's license should be to you within four to six weeks. What the heck? I was like, uh, <laughs> I don't have four to six weeks. You do have four to six weeks. So You're fine. Then in my crazy brain, I'm like, I got to go to this. I got to go. They'll print me one right there if I just go get it. <laughs> Ivy, that's not how it works. I know. And I understand that the new one will be here. And I have all these other ways to prove my identity that are fine. Including a paper copy of your renewed driver's license. Yeah, but still. <laughs> still, I'm like, oh, no. What if I can't? Yeah. Well, and then the other thing is that I had been debating getting a rental car when we go to Orlando. Okay. And I was like, I can get a rental car if my driver's license is expired. Is your It's not expired. <laughs> It's literally not expired. I have the paper. It says it doesn't expire for 10 more years. Like, <laughs> It's not at all expired, but I'm like, it's expired. Because you don't have the little plastic card. Yeah. Well, and it doesn't have the little special travel star on it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which luckily doesn't kick into effect until like March of next year or something. Oh, is that is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I then I started to have a panic attack about that. Yeah. I'm like, what if I need this little star? To, to travel. say I can get on the plane. Yeah. Oh no, I'm gonna have a freak out right now. You're you're you are totally fine. My driver's license expired uh I think twenty twenty, maybe, because of the pandemic. So I wasn't even worried about it because it was like if your driver's license expires right now, you have until forever. You have two years. Yeah. And I was like, all right, cool. And then I needed to vote. And so then I started to freak out and panic that I didn't have my renewed driver's license. So I, it was like April or something, and the 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 voting was in May. And I was like, why do I have to have a valid driver's license to vote? I think it just is to show where I live, right? Like, what is it? Like, why why do I have to have it? But I totally freaked out, and I needed the little gold star because I was traveling. And so then, <laughs> yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. So then, now I have to have this black and white photo of me. <laughs> no star. <laughs> You'll be fine. They might not let me on the plane. They're gonna absolutely let you on the plane. So, but I to- I'll riot. I, <laughs> I totally freaked out. And uh, so I went, and they were uh, my friend Anna also had to renew her driver's license, and she was like, "Don't forget your birth certificate because you need it for some reason." now when you're renewing in person and i was like well shoot yeah like doing it online where's mine where where's my birth certificate it's with me okay yeah so anywho you don't need it you renewed online you're just fine and what if i have to go in person between now and when i go on vacation oh my gosh (laughs) i you're gonna be just fine it will probably be here this week i know they say four to six weeks but it's probably gonna be here this week it's fast that it gets here but um, for that little bit of time, man, I was carrying around my paper, that little paper, like it was the world, you know, like, oh, yeah, especially I have it all folded up in my driver, in my wallet. Oh, like, yeah. here I am. Yeah. Just in case. I was like going to tulips and stuff, I think for a show. And I was like, oh, my oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. The- yeah. So I had to show them. When I was in San Antonio for my birthday one year, mm-hmm. we went to go to Coyote Ugly and we go to go in and my friend Shane uh his driver's license was expired so they wouldn't let him in the bar that is such a crazy I was like, rule but his birthday it's still him it's yeah. still his birthday mm-hmm. it's still he's still over 21 and yeah. has been yeah and they were like nope 
I don't, I don't like, understand well, I don't that understand rule at because, all. Because uh, expired or not, I'm still 31. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah, you should be just fine. You should be just fine. I um, I saw this video the other day. Speaking just being 31. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw this video the other day and it was talking about gaming in your 30s. Okay. And I laughed so hard. I was reading it out loud last night and I was like... <laughs> Tears. I was like, "Yeah, that all checks out because we're the only one in our thirties in our in our thirties." <laughs> she turned thirty on Friday. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and now I'm thirty. I'm aging by the second. Oh my gosh! But I was. <laughs> it was like a. It was like um. You know, your eyesight starts getting worse. None of the games are as good as they used to be. <laughs> like, that is so. Funny. It was so funny, but. That's- the, you know, one of the things that I was told all the time was that at 40, your eyesight like really goes downhill. And I have not, re- I mean, I go to my eye doctor every year. My prescription hasn't changed in like 15 years. Mine hasn't really changed in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, that She tweaks it when I get glasses versus contacts just mm-hmm. because I need it a little stronger with my glasses because the prescription's not on my eyeball. Oh, yeah. Um, that makes sense. <laughs> But like other than that, like it really hasn't changed very much at all. Even though sometimes I'm in the shower and I have this shower thought that had ophthalmology not been invented, like I would have died a long time ago because I can't see anything. (laughs) He would have been like Mary Ingalls. Yeah. (laughs) But worse because I can kind of see. Like, but I like, like this is a shower thought that I have like frequently. Mm hmm. Or I'll like be driving down the freeway and I'll be like, man, I if I didn't have my contacts in right now, oh god, we'd all be dead. Because the, I can't see anything. It, yeah, no, there was one time where I was, I don't know, I was like swapping out my glasses for my sunglasses or something, and I dropped whatever it was. I thought I was going to die. I thought I was going to die. I dropped it right into my lap, and I was able to pick it up and put it back on my eyeballs real quick. But still, yeah. But somebody was saying that. Um, you shouldn't make fun of people who wear glasses or something along those lines because they pay good money to see you. <laughs> That's true. I mean, I also for real. saw a meme one time that was like, I wonder what it's like to wake up and just see the world. Dude, I have no idea. Can I don't I tell you, remember. I haven't been able to see since I was like third grade. Third grade. Yeah. yeah. I think I was fourth grade when I got glasses. So yeah, no, same. Sorry. Yeah, you should be. <laughs> You should also be apologizing to me for ever allowing me to have those first glasses I had. Look, you picked those ones out yourself. (laughs) And they were adorable. They were so cute. With your little haircut, you were cute. Disastrous. Oh, the 90s were a wild time. Truly they were. (laughs) Truly they were. You'll notice that the bottom shelf of my bookshelf is all photograph books. Yes. I was looking through those the other night and I was like, what a... What a wild ride. Mm-hmm. And then I was telling Lisa, because there was this trend, I don't know, like a year and a half ago on TikTok that was, ask your brother what picture of you he's putting when you go, if you go missing, which picture is your brother going to say? Okay. This is the picture of her. So Katie and I both text Brian, which immediately he knows we're up to something. <laughs> so in true Brian fashion, instead of just answering the question, he says to me, well, he does answer the question. <laughs> he says, you know that picture of us that is when I call you? Which the picture when Brian calls me is a picture of us when I'm like three and he's like one. 
and we're wearing 49ers outfits. Oh, man. I might be two and a half. Yep. Yeah. I am a child. Yes. A toddler. Yep. Brian can barely sit up on his own, okay? Yeah, you know, you're holding them up for sure. Yeah. That's the picture he tells me he would submit <laughs> when the police officers show up at his home. <laughs> this picture, but but 30 like, years Brian, older. They'll never find me. And he's like, no, they'll do that thing where they age you. And I was like, you know what I look like. And he says, that's not evident by the picture I provide them. And I was like, and then they're going to say, how long has she been missing? And you're going to be like 24 hours. And he's like, yep. <laughs> he's like, this is the only picture I have of her officer. Oh, <laughs> Good luck. my goodness. Anyways. Oh, amazing. So my day yesterday was kind of quiet. I was cleaning up my house, like I said. Uh, you know, sweeping, mopping, vacuuming, dusting, that kind of stuff. In between all that, I start watching Netflix. And Woodstock 99 come, is on. It's a little three-part documentary series. It was really good. Very interesting. The promoters of that event um, put all of the concert goers in complete jeopardy. And they just didn't even care. And it was... In Woodstock? Mm Mm-hmm. In the 70s? No. 99. Woodstock 99. Oh. Mm Mm-hmm. And so it was... It was a really good docu-series. I really enjoyed it. But right after that, you know, it comes up and it says, like, watch. Here's some previews of some other ones. Mm -hmm. This one was called I Just Killed My Dad. Also a three-part docu-series. And I was like, well, now I need to watch this. And this kid, what was his name? I wrote it down. Hold on just a second. His name was Anthony Temple. And it was amazing because they're showing like the, the video of it, of like his police interview and stuff. And he's just like, like he, he calls, they play the 911 call and he's like, hey, uh, I just killed my dad or I just shot my dad. And they were like, uh, is he still alive? And he was like, uh, maybe. I don't know. I, I'm not sh- totally sure. I, I came outside. And they were like, well, where are you? And he's like, I'm standing like, you know, on the curb and just, just kind of waiting for you, for you guys. But I just, I need to let you know, I shot him like three times. And they were like asking him these questions. Like they were thinking maybe it was a prank call. It, Cause he's just calm. And so I was like, holy crap. He's like 17 years old. And I was like, oh my gosh. So then they're showing like the police interview and the guy, the, the officer was like, what happened? You know, and I watched the first 48. So I knew how these interviews go. And usually, you know, the, the investigator is pretty hardcore, but the guy was just like, I don't understand what happened. And the kid was all, well, um, I was asleep and my dad came into my room and he started accusing me of talking to my stepmom because they were getting a divorce and he starts going through my phone and I'm like, quit going through my phone. That's my phone. And he, I, he's like, no, I'm not going <laughs> to quit going through your phone. So the kid like jumps out of bed, grabs the phone, goes running away. The dad chases him. And he's like, I picked up one of my dad's guns and I shot him. And then he went, he ran from me. And so I chased him into his bathroom and I shot him again. And then he got up, and so I shot him one more time, and then I came outside. And I was like, 
holy crap oh my gosh this is crazy and then the they start telling the whole story of everything about this kid and he's a little bit weird and like nobody knows like why he's never been to school and like all this stuff turns out he was kidnapped by his father when he was like five from the mom he doesn't really remember her at all he might have been like maybe four so he doesn't remember her at all but because he was kidnapped his father wouldn't allow him to attend school so he's like 12 years old doesn't know his abcs anything like that so his stepmom's like teaching him everything he would need to know to be a functioning human being and he gets to a point and his dad was like you have to stop like homeschooling him right now why and and he was all think about it it's easier to control a stupid person than a smart person so like he was like believing the things his dad was saying about you know all of this other stuff and so it was just amazing it was an amazing docuseries and i was like hooked i was hooked i had to know have you seen on hbo mommy dead and dearest no what is that it was fascinating it's about this girl Mm -hmm. um she and her boyfriend kill her mom and uh she they mail the murder weapon to the boyfriend's parents house so that there's not even like the murder weapons not at the scene whoa but she had um oh my gosh what is that syndrome where so there was physically nothing wrong with her but mm-hmm. her mom was taking her to doctor's offices and oh. making them say munchausen by proxy yep mm-hmm so she's like in a wheelchair. She's done make a wish. She's like got mental issues because her mom's been like pumping her full of these things. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the dad, they're divorced, but the dad has like no idea that this is happening. Whoa. Which I can't like wrap my brain around how you wouldn't know that mm. that was happening. Mm-hmm. But like, so the dad has no, I like no idea because they interview her in jail because she goes to jail because she starts to realize that something is wrong when she's like talking to this dude on the internet and realizing like <laughs> something's wrong with my mom and she's like fighting with her mom because she's like i don't want to take those pills there's nothing wrong with me like i don't mm-hmm. want to take this and the mom's like you don't know you don't know you don't know you don't know and she's like yes i do so then they come up with this plan that they're gonna murder he's gonna do it though so she doesn't have to because she's like well i can't kill my mom and he's like well i'll do it for you wow yeah that was the answer Instead of just well, like Well, she leaving. said, I'm never going to get away from her. I was never going to get away from her. She was going to keep pumping me full of stuff so that I couldn't leave. Huh. And so they, yeah, they stabbed her like 13 times or something. Oh my gosh. And, but when they interview her in jail, she's, per, uh, she is, she regrets nothing. Mm-hmm. Which I, I mean like, yeah, I don't know that I would regret it either. <laughs> at that point like you it's gotten that bad you mm-hmm. think this is your only way out like mm-hmm. but yeah she in the interview she's like the dad is obviously quite remorseful because he's like man i should have asked more questions about mm-hmm. like what was going on mm-hmm. but he just was like i just thought like oh man my daughter's really sick wow and so so yeah but that one is that one is crazy dude so is the one about the girl who was texting the dude to kill himself Oh, yeah. That her, she's just like, like, she's like turning on and off the emotion when she has to. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, this kid, he was just so, um, like, traumatized by 
like you learn all of these things that his dad had done and he he was just so traumatized that he was just like and he still and he still like the the psychologist or the psychiatrist she was like this is a classic trauma response yeah the way that he's behaving and so it was and the story actually has a very happy ending um but it was amazing it was it was really good so it was like wow i binge watched umbrella academy season three last weekend while i cleaned my house how was that it was good it was very interesting well um good i don't know that i would say it was good Mm -hmm. i take it back i watched the whole thing so i guess at some point i thought it was good would i watch it again knowing how it was no Uh aha okay um because they so at the end of season two they go to their house they have jumped the timeline again and their house is now the sparrow academy not the umbrella academy and there's new kids that dad has adopted and that they have powers and that's like how season two ends because they're like what are you doing in our house and they're like this is our house what the fuck do you mean so season three is they're trying to figure out obviously what happened how this happened what's going on how do they fix it Mm -hmm. um and meanwhile there's a whole other group of like superhero kids well they're not kids they're adults superhero adults Mm -hmm. (laughs) um that they're like fighting with but also the world is ending because they have messed up the timeline oh no so it i mean it just was like it was all over the place it just was and i don't know if gerard way has finished the comics and so this is how the comics go or if he hasn't finished the comics and so this is just the direction they took it Mm -hmm. but it just was a it just was weird Hmm. it's very weird i'll tell you who's carrying that show though klaus he's number three three number three number four klaus from the vampire diaries no Oh, that's his character name on the show? His character name on the show is Klaus. He's by far the most entertaining out of all of the people. His superpower, his power is, um, well, the first season they have no idea because he just drugs himself. He take, he does <laughs> drugs and he drinks a lot of alcohol. He starts a cult in the second season. Mm. Um, but he he's always just the one that like everybody's like, oh, that's just our dopey brother. Like we don't really, <laughs> he can see dead people. Uh-huh. Then they realize that he's like immortal. Like his super his power is actually that he is immortal. Wow! Like he can just keep dying and coming back. Wow! And he can see dead people and he can control them. And I just I was like I mean, but he's funny. He's at least entertaining to watch. Mm -hmm. The rest of them, I'm just like it's just blah 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 blah. (laughs) Oh man! If they make a season four, I don't know that I'll watch it. Oh, you know what I did yesterday morning? I went to the Cowtown Farmer's Market. Oh, nice. Yeah. It used to be on the Circle, and now it is um, off White Settlement Road. Um, And, or I think, I can't remember what road it's off of. Anyways, it's bigger. It's better. So I went um, with one of my co-workers, Kim Hammonds. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we were chit-chatting, and I was like, hey, I want to go to the Farmer's Market. So we went, and I got all of the things needed to make a tomato pie. And I was making that, baking it before I came over here today. So when I get home, that's what I'm going to have. But it was, there were a lot of really good vendors there. And there was someone who I thought had heirloom tomatoes. And I go walking up and I was like all excited. And then I like look at what I thought were heirloom tomatoes. No, those are like spicy hot peppers. 
And I was like, what the heck? What was I seeing when I was walking by here earlier? But um, uh, the Blue Zones Project Fort Worth was out there. And they were um, giving out books. And they were doubling people's SNAP rewards. Because um, if you got SNAP, you can use them at the Cowtown Farmer's Market with any of the vendors to get um, good, healthy foods for, for you. And there's somebody was out there with Parker County Peaches. There were um, there were lots of vendors that have like cattle ranches. Well, not lots, but there were some. There was one who had a truck full of watermelon. There was, um, you know, like carrots, cucumbers. Oh, there's a lady there who cans like cucumbers and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, I bought some Bloody Mary pickles from her. <laughs> they look so good. Uh, but you know what? They didn't have any honey. And that's at the one that we typically go to. At Clear Fork. At Clear Fork. I love the honey that they've got. The honey with the honeycomb there is very good. Yeah, it's so good. So this one was this one was good. Um, I really, I liked it a lot. And the Blue Zones Project people, they uh, gave me some stuff to make homemade popsicles and uh, a book for Noodle. Nice. <laughs> yeah. It's called The Fruit Bowl, and it's all about how a tomato is actually a fruit. Nice. <laughs> so... Yeah, I'm excited for that pie when I get home. Um, I handed Noodle my Louis Vuitton uh, <laughs> cash zipper purse uh-huh. yesterday. And I have now a series of photos on my phone of her like looking at it and then like looking at everybody. And then she was like, I was like, do you want a Louis Vuitton? And then that's right when I took the picture. <laughs> that's awesome. That's so cute. So, um, I thought we would do a little, uh, Fort Worth famous spotlight. One of the things that makes Fort Worth famous and talk real quick about Amplify 817, because coming up this week is 817 day on August 17th and Amplify 817 is doing a show at Tulips with the Cutthroat Finches and then a lot of the other artists that are on, um, the platform for uh, Amplify A17, and uh, it should be a really fun show. So, um, and they're gonna, I think, have vendors and other things that are going on out there. But um, Amplify A17 is a project through the Fort Worth Public Library, and there is a um, council of people who are the decision makers for who will be on the platform. Yeah, we've talked about this. Mm-hmm. So uh, they changed those people out every year. Our friend Johnny is on the platform now. Our friend Shasta uh, is on the council now. Shasta is on the council. And it's just great. Um, But one of the things that I learned last weekend is that they also have like a lending library, instrument sharing. So anybody who wants to learn how to play an instrument, guitar, um, piano, like keyboards, um, drums, anything like that, you can contact Amplify 817 and get in touch with their lending library and um, uh, just join that. If you've got instruments to give, a violin, um, banjos. Banjos are in high demand right now. Ukule- what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ukuleles, um, any uh, keyboards that you've got that you can donate to the Fort Worth Public Library and Amplify 817, they are accepting those, obviously, and um, you can... Um, help the a program banjo mm-hmm. banjos high demand we gotta move out of texas <laughs> and so um i just wanted to you know spotlight that one more time um and talk about 
a one seven day on this coming what is it tuesday wednesday wednesday, wednesday is uh august 17th so very cool now it's time for thanks for the memories what's been going on so my f- best friend one of them one of my very best guy friends mm-hmm. got his heart a little hurt oh no and so i went to a party the other day because that's how he dealt with it <laughs> dude i love that i love that he he got his heart hurt so he threw a party yeah i that's a great way to deal with it yeah i was like okay mm-hmm. and so he was like yep uh do you want to come to this and i was like well i will even though i really was like who else is going <laughs> i'm not much for partying these days i really don't leave my house very often <laughs> anyways so i was but i was thinking about it because i was like and he didn't tell very many people why he was having the party gotcha in fact, I think only me and his roommate knew why he was having the party. But everybody else, he just was like, hey, I'm having this party. You want to come over? Nice. Um, so that made me think about like, because they so they were kind of dating mm-hmm. and they but they had never like made the official. We're going to be together, but they were kind of maybe going that direction. And then she was like, I don't want to do this actually anymore. And even though he had been thinking he didn't really want to do it anymore. He was enough on the fence that he was like, that kind of stinks. Like mm-hmm. I'm okay and I'll be okay, but it kind of stinks. And I was like, I, that made me think about like how that's still a very real form of a breakup. Oh yeah, for sure. Because even though you weren't formally dating, you were courting the idea of dating. You mm-hmm. were putting time and effort into someone. Yes. And so, I was just laughing because he was like, I'm going to throw a party. And I was like, well, I give myself one day to be sad. <laughs> yeah. And that one day can just be just a heart wrencher of a day. Yes. Or it could be like a, nah, I'm getting a little sad today, but I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Just depends on how invested I was in the person. But then I was thinking like, wow, that's a very different responses. Yes. To that kind of, that kind of situation. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, it just made me think about that and how people deal with, like, breakups of things. So, mm-hmm. that's been on my mind. But then while we were at the party, everybody goes home. And, obviously, I stay to make sure that my friend is okay. Right. So, I'm, like, talking to him. I didn't know if he was going to bring it up or not. Like, I was kind of waiting to see if he's going to. Because if he was not going to bring it up, I wasn't going to bring it up. It had happened two days before. I go by the 24-hour rule. So Dude, I don't even know how you do. Like, man. Gall. I feel like I'm in my feelings for like weeks. <laughs> I mean, I, it's not like it doesn't come and go. Like, ev- like mm-hmm. some things I'll be like, oh man, that's a bummer. But like for the most part, I'm just really sad for like 24 hours. And then I'm like, got to move on. Yes. Okay. Some people might say that's a trauma response. Take that up with your therapist, I guess. But <laughs> um, that's just how, like I can't, I don't have time to be sad. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to keep it moving. Yeah. Um, also, I'm afraid that if I dwell too long that I will be very upset. So I just keep moving on. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so I was like, I just don't know like if he's going to want to bring it. So he did eventually like bring it up and he was, cause I was like, well, like, are you going, cause they, they hadn't like really gotten past a certain point in the, in the potential relationship. So I was like, so are you just going to dive back right back in or 
you going to be on the apps? Like, what are you going to do? And he was like, I think I'm just going to take a little bit of a break for right now. Like I just like, so then I ended up telling him about this Barnes and Noble because he was like, I just like, I'm not, maybe I'm not good at this. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, well, you could practice. And he's like, how am I going to practice Ivy? And I was like, well, apparently you could just go to Barnes and Noble on a Sunday afternoon. (laughs) Shoot your shot, I guess. (laughs) And so like, I'm telling him and he was like, okay, okay. But so my friend has a bit of a complex about his height. How tall is he? Um, five, six. Oh, okay. So he has a bit of a complex about it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm always telling him that for the right girl, that's not going to matter. And I, he, he, but his biggest thing was like, well, on the apps, like, like maybe, she, maybe his thing was maybe she found out he was a little bit short and now that's what she was upset about. Hmm. And I was like, I just don't think that's true because you met her on an app and on the app you have your height listed. And I feel like, because, and this is, and I didn't want to be like, well, let me just speak from my own experience because when height is important to you, you are looking at that Yes, on the thing. Mm-hmm. If you, if whether or not someone drinks or does drugs is important to you, you're looking at that on there. It's all there. Mm-hmm. So I was like, if. If I'm like, oh man, that guy's kind of cute, but then I see that it says he's 5'7", I'm swiping left. He could be the best guy in the whole world, but that bothers me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be taller than you. So yeah. if that's going to bother me, then I am not even going to engage in that conversation because, and this is not to say not in real life, I won't talk to you. Right. But I'm not going to go into something knowing that that is going to bother me right so that's what i but i didn't want to explain it to him like that Mm -hmm. so he was like well was he tall and i was like would you stop (laughs) and he's like was he at least kind of hot and i was like no like right i was like but i was just it was an interesting enough conversation that i was like engaged in it i could have really shut him down right at the beginning and been like don't even talk to me right 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 um so he was like I was like so you could go do that and he's like yeah but that's weird he's like for me it's weird if I walk up to a girl he's like if a guy who's 6'3 walks up to a girl she's not gonna think it's weird it's not true and I was like that's so interesting that you say that because I still think it would be weird Mm -hmm. yep (laughs) but he is so like in his head about it and so then we were I had to have a whole conversation about that and I was Mm -hmm. like I just think that if the the right girl that's not gonna bother right it's not going to bother her. I agree. I agree. And so I was like, you, but you have to stop self-sabotaging. And he was like, all right, pipe down. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> he was like, all right, pot. <laughs> Come join me over here. <laughs> oh, and man. So and then like we kind of we well, I was like, hey, there's a Bumble in real life event happening this week. Really? So I got back on Bumble. Okay. Um, Hinge is kind of making me, uh, I'm over Hinge. I need, okay. to take a, I need to take a break. I needed to see new things. I needed to see new faces. I needed to see new, I needed to be somewhat in control of what was going on. Gotcha. Okay. And on Bumble, I have to be in control because I have to make the first move. Otherwise, there's no conversation happening. Okey-dokey. So I have to make the first move. He has to make the second move. And then whether or not we can continue to talk to each other is different. Okay. So I was like, I just, I got to Got to get away from Hinge for a second. So I download Bumble again. I'm like making my way through Bumble. And this thing pops up. It says, hey, we're having these Bumble in real life events across the country over the next month. Or every month, apparently, they have them. Okay. 
So I look at the ones that are coming up for DFW. Of course, they're all in Dallas. And But this week, there is a Bumble in Real Life event. It's at the Science, in his, the science Museum. Okay. The five-story one. Mm-hmm. What's that thing called? Uh, the... Um Oh, oh yeah okay i was like dang if you hadn't asked me i would have told you um so it's there it's mm-hmm. on thursday night cool and um the first hundred people bumble's getting in free so you and a plus one you get in free so are you guys going well i asked him and he said no <laughs> dang well it. i was like you could go there you could practice there like literally this is an event set up for that yeah like you should go like yeah you should go yeah yeah and cameron was like and i turned to his roommate and i'm like what are you doing on thursday night you should go with him and he's like, no, I'm not going to that. And I was like, oh. And Cameron's like, see? And so then I was like, okay, well, Cameron, I'll go with you. Ooh, I wasn't going to say his name. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Oh, well. Sorry. So he doesn't listen. Actually, I think he does listen because he's brought it up before. Anyways, I love you, Cameron. I was going to say, okay. we love you. So mm-hmm. he's like, uh, oh, man, I feel bad. <laughs> it's okay. Anyway. Keep going. I'm like, I'll go with you. And then he says, you can't go with me. And I was like, why? And he's like, because then people will think we're dating. Because if I'm just talking to him and he's just talking to me, mm-hmm. then it will seem like we met there and like we're vibing. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. And I was like, uh, I mean, you, that's a valid point. I mean, you guys could go together and then you could go your separate ways as soon as you get there. Yeah. But then, then he doesn't have a wingman. Oh, shoot. It could be right. Which I've been his wingman before, and somebody did ask me if we were dating. Darn it. They were like, are you dating? And I was like, no. <laughs> it was just my best friend. And he Come was like, now? well, it kind of seems like you guys are dating. Jeez. <laughs> I was like, well, we're not. So <laughs> <laughs> anyways, so if anybody's interested, there's a Bumble in Real Life event happening on Thursday night at the Pearl Museum. I can't remember what time it's at. Six to nine, I think, or something. You can look it up on Bumble. Yeah. But so I've been on Bumble. I updated some of the pictures. I left some of the pictures because one of the pictures, my hair is pink. And I just like it. I think it's a fun picture of me. Plus, I think I look pretty. So I left the picture up there, even though my hair is obviously not pink or purple right now. It's just blonde. Mm-hmm. Summertime. I like it when it gets really blonde. That's what color we're going with. Yep. Like it. So, uh, we're, I'm like swiping through. I see this guy. I'm like, um, we'll just see. We match. So I'm like, okay. So I say something, something about his prompt. He's like something about, he responds. And then he says to me, you're the first girl with pink hair that I've ever found attractive. So good job. Good grief. <laughs> and I was like, good job. Good job. Like that was what that was your intent. That's with, exactly. With, I was like, <laughs> with dying your my hair mission pink. in life. Now it's complete. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh my, what? And I was like, okay. See, I, it had been a minute since I had encountered this level of misogyny. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I can't even believe that you said that to me. But I was like, whatever, I'm going to let it go. So I, I like changed the subject completely, uh. completely changed. The, actually, I did harass him for a little bit about it. I was like, you really have a very strong opinion about this. Because I was like, uh, thanks, it's not pink right now. I just like that picture. And because I was the last thing I want to do is ever deceive somebody. Right. So I don't ever want somebody like 
to be like, well, I thought you had pink hair and it's not pink. Right. So I was like, it's not pink right now, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, well, like, you know, some people, they dye it and they look like a Smurf. And I was like, well, that would be bl- bl- what? But I'm like, whatever. So I, I let it go. I'm like, maybe he's just awkward. He just doesn't. He just blurts things out for no reason. Like, <laughs> so I'm like, OK, so I changed the subject completely, completely. And then he goes, so five, nine, huh? You're pretty tall for a girl. And I was like, <laughs> I've had it. <laughs> like, I, I can I can brush the first offense off mm-hmm. as being like, you just don't know. You just don't know. Right. What you're doing. Right. Or maybe you're not understanding that I'm like upset about this. Mm-hmm. But now I'm tall for a girl. Um, nope. Out. <laughs> I was like. Been for like, a girl you're pretty dumb for a boy <laughs> yeah i was like what the heck and then and then i was like i was like maybe i'm just like maybe i'm just mean so i keep trying to make this work mm-hmm. and i'm like yeah well you know my tall my dad's pretty tall for a dude so i ended up pretty tall for a girl mm-hmm. and uh he's like well how tall is your dad and i tell him and he was like whoa that was the end of that. So <laughs> that was it. That was the end of the conversation. Whoa. Yeah. And then he's done. I actually told my dad that yesterday when I saw him, I was like, actually, all I have to do for the most part is tell dudes like how tall you are. And then they just, they don't really want to talk to me anymore, which is weird. It's not like, uh, they'd be seeing you all that often. I mean, kind of, yeah, kind oh, well, of. Yeah. 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 Often enough. Mm-hmm. But I was like, anyways, it works out great for me. <laughs> So in this I, instance all i have to do is when i'm irritated i just have to say like my dad's a, a giant so <laughs> proceed with caution i guess <laughs> um, oh man that's pretty funny but and i was like uh, so i was like man that was traumatic like maybe i'm not cut out for this yeah the rest of my conversations are going fine this very sweet boy yesterday was really trying to get me to go hang out with him and I was like I'm just I'm like out and about like I can't I I don't want to make it seem like I'm not trying to prioritize this because I am but also like I have plans right yeah and I'm not really a same day plan kind of girl dude I'm, t- so, I'm telling you and I I did I did finally articulate that I was mm-hmm. like hey look like I you know I'm still hanging out with my siblings and I'm not really like a same day plan kind of person but if you want to make a plan to hang out then we can go do something mm-hmm. that was well received but it Good. took me a couple hours to come up with that response well, you- because I was like how do I approach this without seeming like mm-hmm. I'm just like gonna like I just want to talk to you forever because I don't I don't need like a pen pal right it just you know I don't want to like drop everything I'm doing to go hang out with some dude I've never met. Exactly. Oh, and you absolutely should not. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, I, agree, I agree with the way you handled that situation. Thank and I'm you. glad it was received well. Thank you. But on the flip side, well, back to dumb things men have said to me this week. <laughs> um, I go against my better judgment. I went out with, I think his name is Jake. Wow. And it's just because the boy is persistent. Mm-hmm. And persistence doesn't always work on me, but sometimes I feel bad. And so, uh, that, I guess that day I was feeling a bit vulnerable. I was feeling a bit like I was kind of always mean to him. So I was like, you know what? I give this a chance. Right. I will go with you to go get ice cream. Like we can go do that. Mm-hmm. Cause that's what he always wants to go do. He wants to go get a snow cone or ice cream or something. And that's a, that's a brief encounter. Right. That's a friendly encounter. Even you would yeah, say for sure. That's not a date. That's not a, that's nothing. Mm-hmm. 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 
So I'm like, okay, yeah, we can do that. He's like, cool, great. So he, I said, I'm going to be at the gym until seven and then we can go do whatever. So he calls me at like 702. Mm-hmm. I'm on my way. I'm almost home actually. And I'm, I'm like, hey, like I, I just finished it. He's like, how was the gym? I'm like, it, it was great. I'm super sweaty though. So I got to take a shower. I thought nothing of that statement until he says to me, that's pretty hot. You should just come all sweaty. Ew. So I can lick it off of you. Ew. Oh. And I was like, what's wrong with you? I was like, don't say shit like that to me. People can hear you. Golly. And he was like, like, why? Why do you have to make everything so weird between us all the time? Good grief. And he was like, because you like freak out every time. And I was like, I'm not freaked out. I'm just don't say crap like that to me. So anyways, I'm like, okay, well, did you pick a place? And he's like, it's not a date. I don't have to plan it out. And I was like, okay, well, I've been very busy since we decided to do this, but, and now I'm going to go take a shower. So do you want to figure it out or do you want me to figure it out? And he was like, meet me in Fort Worth at Melt. Yeah. I was like, uh, so he lives in Plano. Mm -hmm. So we have to find somewhere in the middle, which is fine. I would have made him come here. I don't (laughs) care that much. The problem is, no, you're playing the game wrong. You make him come here, he's going to flip it around and be like, well, I drove all this way. No, 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 Oh, okay. You got to okay. follow the rules. All right. I see what you're saying. We got to meet in the middle. Okay. So I'm like, no biggie. It's like 30 minutes between us. Whatever. Fine. So we go to Andy's. I love Andy's. Frozen custard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We go to Andy's. We get there. Uh, we're just talking. Everything's fine. All of a sudden, he starts telling me about his like sugar mama. Oh, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy for you that's amazing wow and then Sugar he's like mama. he's like ivy when are we when are you gonna give me a chance then now and never and i was like i what do you mean <laughs> and he's like what do i mean like he's like i think we could be good together because you don't like to be touched <laughs> and he's like and i live so far away <laughs> that i'm not like i won't be around you and I was like, that are you the trying to pitch the- like a long distance relationship to me? <laughs> but you live in Plano and I live in Fort Worth. And I was like, oh, and also man. like, no, you irritate me. And he, and then this is the other thing. So we're talking and we're having this whole conversation and everything with him. And I've known this about him for years, but this time it was like at an elevated level, maybe because it was for the first time in a long time we had been physically in person. But every time he would talk about sex in a general, not with me, just like in general, mm-hmm. he would wrap his one hand in a circle and take his index finger and shove it in there. <laughs> <laughs> As if I didn't understand exactly what we're talking about. Does he at least make the sound ear, ear? No. Wow. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is that? I was like, what is this? What is this that you're doing? And why do you keep doing it? And there's no. 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 <laughs> no. And I was like, I just. Oh my gosh. I have more questions now than answers. Uh-huh. And I was like. I was like, what? Because I literally do not care about this man's opinion about anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like, what? What is that? Why do you keep doing that? <laughs> and he was like, what? And I was like, I just like, <laughs> first of all, you're like three years older than me. Like, like I would maybe understand if we were like 
in high school. <laughs> and but you saw her in your mid thirties. Right. And then I really offended him at one point. I did kind of feel bad because we're like talking and and I said something about, you know, know, my favorite thing to rattle boys is to tell them that I'm expensive. Like Mm -hmm. they get real rattled about that. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, he's like, I can afford you. And I was like, what what is your job again? That was where I offended him. (laughs) Because he was like, I I own my own business. And I was like, yeah, I know that. But like, what is it? And he's like, it's with like financial stuff. Like I invest, help people invest their money and do the, the, the. And so then I was like, in my little, my little, I'm about to stir the pot brain. Uh huh. I was like, oh, that's so cute. I just keep all my money in my checking account. Man, and he was like, you're rough. He was like, what? What? And he's like, you don't have it invested. And I was like, no. He's like, do you have a savings oh, account? No. Do you have a 401k? No. I do have all of those things. Oh, I was like, I was like, wait a second. Now I know you're fibbing. And he was like, wait, what? Like, oh, he got real. He got real crazy. <laughs> and then he was like, okay. Because I brought my new my new purse with me, right? Oh, it's such a cute purse. And I so love it so much. He was like, like, this is what I invest in. Yeah, he was. I was like, <laughs> you know, I'd rather invest in like art and things. Uh-huh. And he was like, <laughs> like his eyes are like bugging out of his head. And I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever done. I think. <laughs> like, I hope you think again before you do this sign language symbol to anybody ever again, <laughs> especially without making the noise that goes with it. Come I on was now. Like, so so then he's like well like okay so you like bags and i was like yeah he's like do you know what fendi is do i know (laughs) do i know fendi (laughs) and i'm like looking at him and i was like yes and he's like well do you like fendi and i was like i guess but i like louis vuitton Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like well because like i could set up a private shopping experience like you could have fendi and i was like are you trying to bribe me into a relationship with you <laughs> and he's like i'm just saying like i i can't afford you and i was like uh-huh and i was like so if if you are gonna plan like a bougie date for us where are we going mm-hmm. and he's like he named some restaurant in dallas and i was like okay and he's like, Ivy, it's a five-star Michelin restaurant. And I was like, you know what I hear when you say that? And he's like, why? And I was like, all I can picture is the tire guy. <laughs> and he was like, it's like $1,000 for us to eat there. And I was like, why would you spend $1,000 on food? Who wants $1,000 worth of food? I mean, I really had him like tripping. <laughs> he was like, so you want to be bougie, but you don't want to be that bougie. And I was like, I just don't understand why we're spending $1,000 on food can't be that good (laughs) he was like what (laughs) you are awesome so then i was like um okay and then um oh shoot there was one other thing i did to him but now i can't remember Hmm. (laughs) anyways on that note we left i love it and he's left me alone since then oh my gosh so have you learned your lesson you're not doing this anymore oh i've learned my lesson about i think his name is jake okay all right. I actually, I texted the group chat and was like, hey, remind me not to do this. And Katie and Courtney both responded and said, we have been reminding you. <laughs> not You chose to do that. And I was like, you're right. Even as I was driving, I was like, well, I'll do it for the plot or the podcast, I guess. 
because I kind of knew like this is a bad decision. <laughs> this is not my best, my best decision that I've ever made. That's awesome. Nice work. Good job. Thank you for taking one for the podcast. You know, I do it for the listeners. I appreciate it. I appreciate it a lot. I wish I could remember the other thing I did to him. Golly. But I really threw him off again with oh, that later. That is so funny. Well, if you think about it while we do red flags. Yeah. Be, just let me know. All right. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. First one. Owns 100 horses. 100 horses? 100 horses. That's a perk? That's a perk. To who? To, I don't know, people who care about horses. Okay. Okay. Next. Could be a perk, I guess. They're the funniest person in the world. Okay, I like Debbie that. Debbie in stitches all the time. But we have a hundred horses. <laughs> For what reason? Maybe they race. They race them. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That could mm-hmm. be cute. Or maybe it's a like an equine rescue. Maybe okay. they're you know. Somehow or another, we have a hundred horses. Yes, but you're super funny. All super right. funny and. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> oh no! Is not potty trained. What the heck? They're running around in pull-ups. I don't care. No, that's a big no. That's absolutely not. Really? (laughs) The way I just made her sit up was so much fun. You are acting like you would be fine with this. This grown-ass man is like, hey, can you wipe my butt for me? (laughs) Owns a hundred horses, though. And they're funny. I don't care. (laughs) They make the whole experience funny. They're They're like, like, wow, that was so funny. I shit myself. Can you help me out? (laughs) absolutely not that was so funny i peed come on clean me up can you clean it up yeah oh yeah you just rip the pull up clean him up and put it back on can i have him potty trained i don't know this doesn't say (laughs) (laughs) okay next no 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 ski instructor i don't think we've ever done one round of this where i've been like wow yep i'm here for it (laughs) all right ski instructor great fabulous Is never going to give you up, let you down, run you around, are or desert you. You did that on purpose. I can't. <laughs> we got Rick rolled by the game. <laughs> I hate this game. My favorite, my favorite Rick Astley, like, thought anytime th- any, anybody gets Rick rolled, I don't know. Have you ever seen the video for the song? No. Dude, it is like. In my head, it's like Carlton dancing on Fresh Prince with like light laser beams behind it. Basically. But it's it's like with fog behind it. And he's just like, you know, like he's really awkward and terrible. But he's, he's just, it's fabulous. It's the most fabulous thing. And I I dated a man who absolutely loved it and would watch the video over and over again and dance. And it would, and I would die. Wait, I'm going to need you to expose this person. Who? His last name was McAllister. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, so geez. anytime anybody Rick rolls, I think of him. <laughs> this is just revelation after revelation oh, today. Oh, my gosh. Okay. And then the, so these are two good perks. Ski instructor, and they're never going to give you up. Um, <laughs> ends every conversation with, you're dismissed. <laughs> All right, I'm in for that, actually. <laughs> you're down with those two? Yeah, yeah, I could be in for it. Okay. All right, see? So one that you're like, hey, I could do this. Okay, next. They're reliable. Well, that's new. 
they have the hottest friends. I've already dated those guys. <laughs> Red flag? Their first name is Poop. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was not expecting that one to really just annihilate you. Oh my gosh. Poop. Poop. Poop McAllister. <laughs> I can't deal with that. Come Especially on. if every time I was like, hey mom, me and Poop are coming over. <laughs> The other day, what if what if he was the one that was not potty trained? <laughs> that was a different set of extenuating circumstances. The other day, let me just tell you about how deeply I've been roasted by my siblings lately. Okay, let's the other hear day it. we're playing Halo. Mm-hmm. Everybody's getting a bit feisty. <laughs> we're playing our way through. I don't know the ending of one of them. Okay. Anyways, we're like racing through. Do 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 do. We get to the end. Brian's like, look, Ivy, the Marines showed up. <laughs> I bet you can figure out which one of them has a boat. <laughs> it's your superpower. He's like, I'm going to be like, oh, you have a boat? I'll go home with you. Brian. I was like, oh, shoot. Not you roasting me. What's that, Brian? You're in trouble. He drove me off a cliff. The Marine, not Brian. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going with the Marines. So we get on our little... What's that thing called? Escape pod? Gator or something. Whatever it's called, oh, really. Oh, 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 yes. Hor- and, uh, wog- hor- warthog. Warthog. <laughs> Anyways, we get on there. Courtney's like, I'll go with Ivy and the Marine. We're racing behind Brian. The Marine's driving. Next thing I know, we were driven off a cliff. <laughs> Brian's like, did you learn your lesson? <laughs> Stay away from Marine's Ivy. Right. Golly. Anyways. This is so funny. Um... They're an actor. This mm. says pick an actor or an actress. So maybe I was supposed to pick somebody. They are um, Ryan Reynolds. Okay. And a lumberjack. <laughs> okay. And they talk dirty to all of their food. Ew, 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 <laughs> ew, 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 ew. <laughs> to the food? To the food. No, I can't. No. I watched that movie Sausage Party. I can't do it. I don't even know that. So thank goodness. It's a movie about food. They oh. talk. The They're food like talks? hot dogs. <clears throat> okay, they like okay. live in a grocery store. <laughs> I don't remember the other details. <laughs> oh, man. My brother forced me to watch it <clears throat> at the movie theater. Not forced me. I agreed to go. At the movie theater? How long ago is this? Gotta be 10 years ago. Wow. Maybe more. Wow. I think I was definitely in college. Oh, my goodness. That is so funny. Okay. Another one. They are a famous fashion designer. Okay. Okay. Next. They're also a mer person. Wow. Yeah. Like the 13th year. <laughs> and then next, they only speak in sarcasm. Well, that's my kind of person. Okay. <laughs> okay. It came out in 2016. Okay. So six years ago. Let me tell you. Life is good for all the food items that occupy the shelves at the local supermarket. Frank... He's a hot dog. <laughs> He's voiced by Seth Rogen. Brenda, oh, the it. hot dog bun. Teresa, the taco. And Sammy Bagel Jr., Edward Norton. <laughs> Can't wait to go home with a happy customer. Soon their world comes crashing down as poor Frank learns the horrifying truth that he will eventually become a meal. After warning his pals about their similar fate, the panicked perishables devise a plan to escape <laughs> from their human enemies. <laughs> Fucking wild, dude. <clears throat> I love it. Okay, one more? Yeah. 
All right. Uh, they won a Medal of Honor. Cute. <clears throat> they must mean they're a Marine. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, they own real dinosaurs. Real dinosaurs. This real is not Jurassic dinosaurs. Park. Okay. Red flag. Ooh, they Tinder during sex. They Tinder. Mm-hmm. They're on Tinder. Mm-hmm. On Tinder. Tinders during sex. Yep. Oh, it's unfortunate. No. Do you, have, do you remember that Seinfeld episode where he's eating a sandwich during sex? George? George is eating a sandwich? No. <clears throat> She's like, what are you doing? And he's I might like, be the only member of our family who can't recall like every minute detail of Seinfeld. Oh, man. You need to get back on the bandwagon. The sister. other day I was over at my dad's house. Mm-hmm. I was waiting for him to be ready to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I was in the living room and what was on but like a Seinfeld marathon. It's always on. So I... Let me tell you, one time I was over there, I mm-hmm. couldn't figure out what channel we were watching on TV and why it was on over and over and over. Oh, no, we were on Netflix. Because Netflix has it, apparently. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Anyways, this time it really was on TV because I was watching commercials. <laughs> but it was the the handicap parking one. <laughs> and Kramer's like, what could go wrong? We're going to be in there for like five minutes. It'll be fine. Uh-huh. And then George's dad's car gets like vandalized because mm-hmm. they're like, wow, I can't believe you. Anyways, I was cackling. <laughs> I was cackling at this show, uh-huh. but in like spurts. Because most of the time I'm like, this show's so stupid. <laughs> so then I'm like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> And Ayla comes out and she's like, I can't even focus on getting ready because I just keep hearing you kind of laughing. <laughs> <clears throat> she's like, what are we doing? Okay, let's do one more. Okay. Okay. Um... <clears throat> they can get you a table at any five-star restaurant anytime, oh, any Lord, place. Oh, have mercy. <laughs> <clears throat> and they always know how to stop you from crying. Okay. Red flag? Oh, no. <laughs> not, oh, no. They knock things out of strangers' hands while walking down the street. <laughs> what an odd... I'd just be like, sorry, he has that thing. Tourette's. There was this one time. I think it was... Ah, gosh. Somebody was looking at all the money that they had in their hand. And I just... I don't know what came over me, but I just popped. And it went everywhere. <laughs> I would. I don't think I would do that to a stranger, though. Heathen. <laughs> That's psycho behavior. Oh, man. All right. Uh, let's do a quick little music minute. Okay. So the Fort Worth Weekly is doing their best of voting right now. They're not doing um, separate like music awards this year, but they are doing the best of um, voting. It's up until I think, I think it's like one more week. It's Mm -hmm. up. Included in there is music. So, and it's like best vocalist. It's, it's maybe like, favorite local band or best drummer best album that you've heard this year i can't remember what all the different categories are um but if you go through and you you pick your favorite you know it's the same you pick pick, excuse me pick your favorite doctor the dentist the your favorite park to go to your yeah whatever is the best of but music is included in there so take a minute and um vote for our friends because they might get an award that says that they're the best vocalist Favorite teacher, you can vote for that. Favorite photographer, vote for that. You can vote for a favorite teacher in all of Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I've got a friend who is a music teacher in elementary school. You guys might know her, Mandy Hand. You can vote for her like I did. 
Um, <clears throat> so there's that. And then uh, Denver Williams, like I was saying the other day, I saw him at Twilight the uh, uh, last weekend. And it was a lot of fun. He's, he's got a three-piece band. It's Denver Williams and the Gas Money. And um, so it's Peter Waringa and BK. I don't remember what BK's last name is. But they're super, super fun to watch. And I got to hang out with Charles for a little while, which I always love to do. Hang out with the Lords. It was a great time. So he has got the 10-year anniversary of his first album, Hood Cream, um, is happening this year. So August 31st is the actual date it's a wednesday and um so i think it's happening at lola's you can look online denver williams is the one who does our opening music and um he's just a fantastic soul great singer he writes some awesome songs and then he like the stories he tells about the songs that he wrote like he explains like why Anna from L.A. or whatever is called that song. She was his Uber driver. And that was where she was from. And Nice. Yeah. And I may have the first name wrong, but still. Anyway, so that's coming up. And then don't forget this Wednesday, August 17th, 817 day. And I think that's about it. Nice. Yep. Do you have anything? Uh, No. No, I've said my piece. <laughs> <laughs> was awesome. Love you, mean it. Bye.